0: It's so hot out here when you play football that your feet actually burn, your boots burn and you have to get water to cool your feet down. You have to get water on top of your head to cool your head down to stop it from burning.
1: Welcome to Saltwater Stories of the Larrakia, a podcast that invites you to understand our story and deep connection with our home as we share our knowledge about stories on country, culture, family and community. My name is Richard Fijo and I'm a Larrakia man and elder. Our land includes Darwin and its surrounds, including about 50 kilometers inland and to the east and west of Darwin. We are saltwater people and the traditional owners and custodians of this land. We come from a long line of storytellers and we continue this ancient tradition here by sharing our stories with you. In this episode, you'll be hearing from a mother and grandmother who has lived her whole life in Darwin and is mad about football and her beloved club, the Darwin Buffalos.
0: My name's Patricia Kernoth. I'm a local Larrick here and jingly lady. I was born and bred in the territory. I'm a life member of the Darwin Buffalos football club. I love my football. We're sitting here today at TIR Stadium. It's very hot, but I do this every weekend watching all my grandkids play. And in the background, you might hear the lawnmower going. Um, they're doing a big clean up, cutting the grass ready for finals this weekend. And I've got the under 14s and the under 16 boys in the grand final. And I've got grandchildren playing in both grades, so I can't wait for this weekend. The AFLNT football is the Aussie rules in the Northern Territory and here at TIO is where we play the football. Our football's been going for over a hundred years, I think, here in Darwin. I just love the Buffaloes, always have. I started getting involved when my oldest son, Corey, started playing. Um, he's the oldest of four boys that all played for Buffaloes. And now I'm involved again, just helping out where when help is needed, doing fundraising or helping during game day to get things. I've got about eight grandchildren playing at the moment. Isaac played Premier League. He had an injury and stopped playing. Kira and Erica played Premier League women. Mahalia played under 15 girls. Dylan played under 16 boys. Riley played under 14 boys. Morris played under 12. My son said to me, Mum, if you put as much energy into our education as you did to football we would have been engineers and doctors. (laughs) The Darwin Buffaloes Football Club was formed in around 1917. They started off because they weren't allowed to play football with the other teams that were there. So the local Indigenous and Chinese and... Whatever multicultural people were around, they decided to make their own team up, which was the Darwin Buffaloes. I think we get that name, the Darwin Buffaloes, from the early days when a lot of the players were actually involved in the buffalo shooting. And um, through the years, we've won, I think, 26 premierships. We've had some great players come from this club. We've had many medal winners, Nicholas medal winners. The Nichols medal is the best and fairest medal for our men's league players. In the early days, you had the people that lived in Carlum compound who also helped form the Darwin Buffaloes. The people who were um, not allowed to live in the community with everyone else, the indigenous people, so they were rounded up and put in Carlum. So you had those players, local and those young fellows who come from other communities who were brought in, taken and removed from their country and they helped form the Darwin Buffalos. Then as years went by, you had the kids that were in Dixon home and they too helped form the buffalos and keep us strong. Around 1927, I think that was when Jack McGuinness who was a leader in the community. He also formed the Coloured People's Progress Association at that time. He deemed that this game was being unfairly umpired and they weren't treating the Indigenous players the same as the non-Indigenous players. He decided they'd walk off. Mr McGuinness decided that, no, we're not putting up with this anymore. And he said, come on, fellas, we're going. And they walked off. One of my uncles, Uncle Eddie Cabillo was 16 and he played for the Buffaloes at that time and he won the Nicholas Medal. He was a deadly player in those days. Our football season starts in September and it's the start of the build up. It's called, um, sometimes we call it mango madness. It's the time when everyone goes silly and it's just so hot. I don't know how our old people ever slept in the early days, but now we have our air condition. Here in the Territory, you have lots of our sports persons. that's men and women now, play both codes. So they will spend the wet season playing Aussie rules. They might have a couple of weeks break and then they start into the rugby league. So we're coming into March now and it's final times here at Um, TIO Stadium and everyone's excited if your team is in then it's doubly exciting to have your team in the final, it's very hot at this time of the year or it's very wet, so if it's very wet it's really hard to play in that slog the mud players can't stop themselves and they go sliding into the player and you know you have turnarounds all the time or it can be extremely hot where you know By third quarter, everybody's lost their legs, can't run in the heat anymore. You mightn't have any spare players on the sideline because of, you know, heat exhaustion. Um, Especially players that have um, come from down south, they find it very hard at this time of the year. Our locals usually last longer. As a spectator, it's very, very hot, but I don't worry about that because I'm too worried about the game, watching what's happening. You're usually in the shade, and you just um, concentrate and sing out for your team. Football is important to the Larrakir people. We're not all following the Buffaloes. There are a lot of people that follow the Wanderers. There are also people that follow St. Mary. So we are spread out now in all the clubs. um, And we all love our football and love being involved in the competition. Larrakia people have pride playing on their country. Wherever you go in the community, when you see them, young people playing in their community, they feel especially proud with all the family they're watching. (laughs) Indigenous people are pretty good at football. Um, They learn at an early age, and I don't know if it's because at an early age they're outside running amuck, doing all sorts of things out there, without shoes on and um, in the heat playing, you know, till till it's dark and you've got to call them in. So then they start playing the game and they start learning the skills and some of them have already got the skills, they got the pace. It's so good when you watch kids develop and the next year they get better and the year after they get better but they all need to be given that opportunity to do it. And we should always encourage our kids to participate on the field and to do their best. Football is an important pathway for all kids, especially Larrakia kids. And if you look at the statistics of those kids who are mostly in trouble, you'll find most of those kids don't participate in any sport. The dads, grandfathers, uncles, big brothers are always involved in in the sport. They come down at quarter time if they think their brother, son, grandson isn't playing to what they expect. They come down and give them advice and tell them what they think they should be doing. Oh yes, the kids love it. The little kids, they like going to training, they like watching their idols train and You'll often see at training the little ones trying to do exactly what the big fellas do, and um, even out here at quarter time, when the kids are playing, they'll always try something if they've seen the um, the grown-ups do it. On the football field, it doesn't matter how you're related or who you are. The colours you wear is who you stand for, and when you're on the field, that's your club that's who you're playing for. And the opposition are the enemy. But after that, off the field and out of the football arena, people live together, they talk together, they party together. The feeling I get when my team win is just so satisfying, so good. I like close games. They can give me a heart attack. If I think that my team has lost and they haven't been treated fairly, I have to just walk out. I walk home, I don't want no-one to talk to me. But after a win, I'm so joyous, I'm happy, I run out of the field, I want to give those players a big hug. Oh, never...
1: You've been listening to Saltwater Stories of the Larrakia, a City of Darwin podcast created in collaboration with the Larrakia people of Darwin. In this episode, you heard from Larrakia woman Patricia Kernoff, who lives and works on Larrakia country and is a huge fan of Darwin buffalos. This podcast was produced by Laura Uden and Cinnamon Nippard with editorial support from Johanna Bell and mixing by Hamish Robinson. The beautiful music soundtrack was composed by Larrakeia woman Lena Kelly and produced by Skinny Fish Music. Big thanks to the Larrakeia Nation for their support. Subscribe to Saltwater Stories of the Larakea wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information, head to discover.darwin.nt.gov.au. This podcast series is proudly brought to you by the City of Darwin. Mamak which means see you later in Larrakia language. We hope to see you on Larrakia Country soon. I'm Richard Fijo, Thank you for listening.